This community in Denmark doesn't play by the rules. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. mentioned i just got back from europe you, you haven't yeah i haven't oh well Shit, let me do you? it let me do it 10 more times <laughs> uh but i happened upon i was in copenhagen mm-hmm. uh before i left and it was uh the i think the night or two before i was gonna leave and uh it was with michelle my wife and mm-hmm. she mentioned this place kind of but she had not been there so she just read about it so when i, I got to this place mm-hmm. i had no idea what i was kind of walking into and when I was there, I became obsessed with it, and I immediately thought, Rebecca is going to want to hear about this place, and we're going to do an episode of Ghost Town about yes, it. So I, I came yes. up with this idea kind of, I didn't do any, it was just in the moment, which made it very exciting for me. Um, and the name of this community, this area within Copenhagen that kind of almost acts uh, autonomous, autonomously? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. autonomously. Uh, it's called Freetown Christiana, and it what is the fuck. It pl- it kind of plays by its own rules. It, it is kind this of, like Wild Wild West, Wild Wild Country. It's not Wild West. <laughs> you know, it was. I did actually think about that a little bit because it does. It's an area that has been uh, has. I'll get into it, but has been taken over, mm-hmm. uh, and it is a place where. Uh, it's just a lot of graffiti, a lot of independent stores. Uh, it's all, it's just completely independent. Uh, you are not really supposed to take photographs there. Mm-hmm. And especially you cannot take photographs of people without their consent. What the shit uh, yeah. is this? And it uh, has uh, like a ton of graffiti, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of skateboarding, no mm-hmm. cars, or very few cars are within within the walls Whoa. of it. And you can walk in and out very, very freely. And I'll post pictures because they have mm-hmm. like, they have signs when you first walked in, I was like, oh, I thought I was just walking into some, there's a lot of graffiti and a lot of street art uh, mm-hmm. in Europe in general, but especially in, in Copenhagen. But here I was like, oh, we're just going to walk into this thing. I was like, and I even asked her, I was like, oh, you want me to take a picture in front? She's like, no, don't take a picture. And I was like, what? Uh, and so I walk in there and I'm like, what? I immediately got on my phone yeah. because uh, I was like, I need to know more. Because yeah. I immediately, I'm one of those people who's like, I need to know the history of what's going on. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it's basically a place where I don't even want to, I have all these facts in front of me. I just want to tell you about it. Uh, it, it was a kind of a former military mm-hmm. base. And what was very interesting about it is uh, between 1946 and 1950, I don't know if they, uh, uh, capital punishment in Denmark stopped and started again, but it was used to execute Nazi sympathizers. Whoa. Does that excite you? Yeah. That is in there. Like that is just like, in there, so it was uh, kind of a former military base. And when you see mm-hmm. it, it's it, it's you know you can see a lot of building. It looks like if you watch a movie that's supposed to look like New York City, but it's really mm-hmm. filmed in Canada. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but it's like beautiful street art. There's yeah. a street called Pusher Street. Do you get drugs there or what? Uh, Did you? You might be able to get drugs there. It is called Pusher Street, and there's mm-hmm. people just selling cannabis. <laughs> Cannabis, uh, yeah, of and I just I was like totally knocked out. You know what I mean? I was just, like, <laughs> yeah, I just, like, you're knocked like, you're like, whoa, dude. Uh, and you could t- tell like the people. There's a lot of because I think it's the fourth um, most tourist 
uh, a place in in I don't know if it's Denmark or in Copenhagen because Copenhagen's mm-hmm. you know there's there's a lot of history in, yeah. in Europe in general and uh, but in in Copenhagen I think it's, or Denmark it's the fourth uh, most visited uh, so there are tourists there but there's a lot of people you could tell they're just there mm-hmm. and they just people you know a lot of people riding bikes in general there's a lot of skateboarding a mm-hmm. lot of street art and uh, a, a drug culture you know. Yeah. Hmm. And so there's a, just a street where you could, and it's just, as far as I know, just cannabis and sh- other, sh- you know, CBD oil or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they ha- also, and I know this is not a place where, uh, or this is not maybe an episode where it's like typical of what we talked about, but mm-hmm. how it got that way hmm. is very, uh, you know, it was uh, starting in, in like 1971, in the 50s, 60s, it just kind of was forgotten about. There was like maybe a couple people watching it kind of, you know, from, you know, the military time, but it was be kind of got forgotten about in, you know, Europe in the seventies. Um, but mm-hmm. in, uh, 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 September 26th, 1971, officially Christiana was declared open by Jacob Ludvig, Ludvigsen, mm-hmm. a well-known provo and journalist who published a magazine called Havald Bladet, the mm-hmm. main paper. So it was just, it was taken over by, you know, because I think what happened before that uh, people were, uh, because housing was so rough in Copenhagen at the time, so people were just like, I'm just going to squat here. Yeah. And then they were like, no, let's make this, uh, make this a community. Yeah. But with that, you have pushback from, you know, the government. Yeah. Um, eventually, now there seems to be a understanding for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. cops are like, Listen, we're not going to come here, and although there there's been a lot of violence in there because when you're yeah. selling drugs, yeah, people so want to go in and sell bigger drugs. Yeah, so it, like, is it so it's not incorporated by any? It's not like no. European code. It's just off limits to the government. There's an understanding because mm-hmm. obviously water has to come from somewhere. Yeah, uh, uh, maybe also sanitation, mm-hmm. but as far as like there, it's not necessarily like policed i'm sure if you call the police they would mm-hmm. show up but the police don't come it's just yeah. like an understanding they're like you can sell marijuana in here i think it's a thing where it's like if you're doing it in here uh because it's illegal mm-hmm. and you know for, for the most part in a lot of most parts of europe you're not doing it out there mm. and i feel like i see this in a certain like that feels very the, european too yeah it's like, get, you're gonna like compromise like let's compromise for the bigger kind of like the i guess whatever Re- reason evolved for the greater good yeah um and they built up a society from scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they have an electricity plant, a bathhouse, mm-hmm. uh, you know, athletic building. This is like, you know, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's very, it has almost a little bit of like a Woodstock vibe, mm-hmm. but less of like the hippie-ish of it, but more of an urban. Yeah, it's gritty. It's like a grittier. It's a little, it's a, okay. it's a, it's a bit grittier. Um, you know, yoga centers, there's, mm-hmm. you know, theater groups kind of, kind of made their way mm-hmm. through there. Um, the mission statement, um, according to Ludvigsen, who is a co-author of Christiana, uh, Christiana's mission statement, mm-hmm. um, the objective of Christiana is to create a self-governing society whereby each and every individual holds themselves responsible over the well-being of the entire community. Mm-hmm. Our society is to be economically self-sustaining and as such an aspiration to be steadfast in our conviction that psychological and physical destitution can be averted. Mm. Uh, so it kind of uh, became like a hippie squatter move it, uh, you know, collective anarch- uh, uh, or anarchists of that kind yeah. of like. It sounds very like positive. Like it sounds very like healthy. It, <laughs> yes, it is. But, you know, obviously when, when something is different, mm-hmm. you know, people are there. There's going to be strife and trouble 
from that because it is different and yeah. and new because then there's like a, a tiny sense of lawlessness. Yeah, like um, versus the outside yeah. world. But I feel like I always think about places like that where it's like a utopia that turns dystopia, but it sounds like it's still a utopia. It, it, and it's just interesting when you're there, you can kind of feel it. You can kind mm. of feel like people's... Like I took a lot of pictures, and they will be on the Ghost uh, Ghost Town Pod yes. on Instagram, uh, and I'll, and there'll be a subsequent blog post on GhostTownTravels.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a very it's just to be there is very interesting. I wish I kind of uh, I took some photos, but I wish I recorded a little bit of audio. But the mm-hmm. thing is, I was sort of undercover. Even though there's a ton of blog posts, there's mm-hmm. it's, it's, I'm not the only one. But I really wanted to both capture it and respect. The, you know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah. There. I don't want to be like an like a like a. a t- I, I don't mind being a tourist, but I don't want to be like that kind of tourist that are mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And I could say people want their kind of privacy, where you know, even within the art. There, I took mm-hmm. a picture of an art thing, which is a, a phone with like a circle and a line through it. I took mm-hmm. a picture of that, which is you know, hey, anarchy, baby. Oh you God, said you wanted so some meta, anarchy. So meta. I know, but there's a lot of just like, and and there is something to that. It's like. Do you need to take a picture of every single thing? Yeah. Uh, so I kind of, um, I appreciate, I, I appreciated that. Uh, and it's considered the fourth largest tourist attraction in Copenhagen. Damn. It gets about half a million, half a milli annually. Uh, and there's the businesses, a lot of skate shops. And, yeah. Uh, Bring me back a You would love it. I mean, you would, I think you would really dig it there. You would really. I, it sounds like it. Yeah. I love fucking anarchy. Yeah. I love weed. Yeah. I love art. Yeah. It has all, it has all of that. Uh, that sounds very fun. Own, How's the food? Was it? I didn't. Have, I didn't have any. And the food in Copenhagen is pretty amazing. The food in Europe is really. Uh, I was just in Europe. Did I mention that for a couple of weeks? So, mm. what do you, how do you Americans say the food's really good? <laughs> I don't know how you. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll never know, really. Uh, they have their own set of rules, uh, independent of the Danish government. They forbid things like stealing, violence, guns, knives, bulletproof vests, hard drugs, and biker colors. So, mm. sorry, you got to leave your cut at the door. What? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, it's, so it's famous for Pusher Street, where uh, hash and skunk weed are mm. sold. I, I haven't they, smoked hash in a very long yeah, time. Um, it does forbid hard drugs, uh, mm-hmm. cocaine, trans fats. Mm-hmm. That's a hard drug. Shut, yeah, you can't do I that. I can't go there. Uh, no, you, you'll, you're not mm. uh, going to go there. Um, <laughs> uh, so hashes, that's a kind of controversial thing mm-hmm. because, you know, some people are like, ah, it's okay. Um, and since 94, uh, see, the, uh, the it's owned um, by the Danish Defense Ministry. So they still mm-hmm. technically own it, but I think they're just kind of like, mm. mm-hmm. Go in here if you want. So wait, weed is not legal outside of this place. No, it is okay. not legal. I think, because uh, Michelle was kind of curious, I think you can probably... It's probably relatively lax. I don't think you're mm-hmm. gonna, but you don't want to mess her because she also has a uh, she's uh, has a Canadian passport. Mm. And, um... Hey, y'all! Trey Kennedy here, letting you know you need to subscribe to my podcast, Correct Opinions, the first and only podcast show where every opinion is correct. In my opinion, I talk all things my crazy social media life, relevant topics, and why your sister's gin reveal only reveals that she's annoying. So tune in and hear my takes on all the extra things happening in our society today. Subscribe to Correct Opinions on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. Me as an American, I'd be like, I'm an American. Deal with it. Yeah, but exactly. My cowboy boots are yeah, kicking up yeah. dust here. Uh, we just no, we didn't want to mess around. We don't want to really feel like breaking yeah, yeah. any. Uh, no, no. I broke hearts. I didn't break any rules. You oh, know okay. I mean? Yeah. Cool. I broke seventeen hearts. I counted seventeen mm-hmm. hearts. They didn't know oh, it though. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, 
there were like some kind of negotiations because I, you know, uh, they've I think eventually was purchased uh, mm-hmm. by the kind of the, the collective. Um, but it was in 2011 uh, there was uh, the area was sealed off, mm-hmm. um, be, just in, in attempts to like who wants to. Yeah, I think it's when people are like, oh I, well, we'd like to buy it, and then it's like, well, wait, hold on a second, let's yeah. let's. Uh, and it had its share of riots in 2007 because they're mm. trying to shut down this house. Uh, May 2007, workers from the governmental forest and nature agency accompanied by police entered Christiana to demolish leftovers from a small abandoned building. Uh, cigar cousin, the cigar box. They're mm. met by angry, frightened uh, Christianites. Ooh. Christianites. They have their own flag, by the way. I want oh. to mention it's red. Uh, How it's big red. is this place? Like as about a, I don't want to say it's, it's small. I mean, mm-hmm. Copenhagen is not really that huge. It's big in the sense that it's big for a place that's kind of quartered off, mm-hmm. but uh, small in the sense of how much land is. I don't know. I want to say less, maybe half a mile any direction. Well, I'm just tiny. guessing. I'm t- yeah, it's, it's relatively small, but it's it's interesting to walk through and see all the different uh, places. I was trying to find the area which has been demolished, but mm-hmm. the area where they did the. Uh, the executions. Oh yeah, but I could not. I mean, I trust me, and I, I would have to ask. I don't think people were really there for that. Mm-hmm. I, I spent most of my time looking for that because yeah. I was just obsessed with that, and I think that really kind of fits in with the nature of the podcast. And I was really uh, unhealthily obsessed with uh, <laughs> with that. But the, so there was um, uh, uh, there was pushback from the police mm-hmm. and the Christianites. There was like tear gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, over 50 activists from both Christian and outside were arrested. Prosecutors mm-hmm. demanded that they be imprisoned on the basis they might otherwise participate in further disservices in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a state of rebellion. Uh, there had been a lot of trouble with violence there, though. Yeah. Considering probably more, more violence than probably in Copenhagen in general per, per square mile because mm-hmm. of its... It's just a hotbed of ideas, I feel like. When you have like, this hotbed of ideas, like we talk volatile. about wild, wild country. Yeah. Uh, in, April 2000, uh, in uh, April 2005, a 26-year-old Christiana resident was killed and three other residents injured in a violent gang assault on Pusher Street. Oh. Reason was a feud over the cannabis market in Copenhagen. So this mm. is, you know, uh, 13 years ago, whatever, yeah. where things weren't, I don't know, the market for, for drugs. I mean, we live in Los Angeles, so the market for, mm-hmm. you know, is more, more open and organized. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Uh, and then the open cannabis trade was ended the year before mm-hmm. uh, for, for a time. Um, so people outside were, wanted to get over and take over. You know what I mean? They want to be the... I mean, you watched The Wire. I did. So it's like that. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's... Everyone the, wants a piece of the pie. Everybody baby. wants a piece Everyone's of that. In. Everyone's yeah, in. I want, yeah. It's supposed to be chill, though. No, man. But you know hell? what I mean? But you want, your, you want yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, get mine. Uh, there was a, uh, a gang shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh there was just around that 2005. There was just a lot of uh, violence um, mm-hmm. with gangs, and then uh, uh, then after that, this is next day. Two cars pulled up outside Christian and 68 masked men with automatic weapons got out and headed for Pusher Street. When they Whoa. arrived, they fired at least 35 rounds indiscriminately towards the crowd, killing one Christian knight, injuring three others. Um, so some saw that tragic injury, uh, incident as a sign of that the future survival of the community was dubious due to the risk of violence stemming from the cannabis market because yeah. that's. If there, okay, if there, probably if there was no drugs, I mean, yeah, it might be a cool, cool place to skate. They seem to have like a, a stage, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, to have concerts and they have a lot of things there, but really, 
I feel like that drug, you know, if you wanted to go and get high and smoke drugs and smoke be a, drugs. and get a, an OD on pot, mm-hmm. Rebecca, if you want to OD that's on pot, that's a scary weed, prospect. Yeah, but that's really the place you're going to go and do it and kind of feel kind of safe. You know, people, there's people that are just like chilled out playing backgammon. It was just a very, very mm. cool. Do, uh, did you see any children in here? Um, not, not really. I wouldn't say I saw many children, but, but I think there are, because people, there's people that live there. Yeah. And they pay, you know, a, a nominal amount of rent. Uh, uh, but it's just a very community. I think they had, I, I mean, I know Michelle bought something. I won't say what. And she bought it with, uh, you know, with, with Danish money. Um, it was or yours. weed. Mm, I a don't know if I can say, I don't know who's listening. It was a, a scented it, yeah, it was a set yeah, it was a scented keychain, I think. <laughs> but she paid with you know she didn't pay with their money, so I don't know how their money is used or mm-hmm. circulated. Um, hmm. Yeah, so there's just a lot of uh, there's a lot of secret a lot of secrets, city. a lot of trouble. Yeah, uh, there's even uh, there was a in the 70s they had their uh, a building called the Gay House, oh. which shows you know p- you know uh, progressive in that sense. Yeah, uh, gay activism parties and theater. Uh, there's a, a group of until a group of gay performers and activists called Dunst were invited to take over the house to remain center for gay activity. Um, so it was very progressive in that sense. Mm. And you know, techno was um, is that I mean, people call it EDM now, right? But I, I still say so. I still say underground rave music. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That's right. Uh, I still t- say electric M. <laughs> oh, you do, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm so out of, that's why I'm just so out of mm. touch. I don't know what uh, know. to say that, but it should be shut down. Oh. Because it just causes trouble. People staying up really late. Yeah, eating candy. How late? 12.45 a.m.? fuck. Yeah, Shut no. fuck up. Go to bed. Go to That's, bed. Nothing good can happen. Uh, in 2009, <laughs> there was a grenade attack. A 22-year-old man had his jaw blown off by a hand grenade thrown to the crowds seated at Cafe Nemoland. And Nemoland is uh, also the name of, like, the state. Like, I I saw signs for Nemoland. It mm-hmm. seemed like that was old. I saw some older and newer signs, so I don't know uh, mm. how old Nemoland is. Um, in 2016, there was a shooting. Uh, somebody believed to carrying the day's earnings from cannabis sales. Uh, suddenly pulled a gun during a routine arrest and uh, shot two police officers and Whoa. a civilian. So there was, yeah. Um, th- there's just been a lot of shootouts. Uh, it's just like a place where you you're there, and I'm just kind of like, it's even though it's chill, you want to be kind of aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, it, oh, the Pusher Street is also known as the Green Light District. Mm. I think I took I, t- I took some uh, pictures of that. I like that. Yeah, they got you know they wanted to get out the hard drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah, to keep it, it's uh, interesting. There was uh, biker gangs in there. The biker gang was called Bullshit in Ooh. 1984. Yeah, so there's been the Hell's Angels is, uh, has established. I love it's like really yeah. hard in some ways and really yeah. soft in other. You know, it's like it's like fucking volatile gang, like you know, gang activity, but only weed. Yeah, you know. But it was it was just you know it's like one of those things where like you find this place mm-hmm. that you weren't looking for and when you're there you're like this is so and it was like right before we were gonna mm-hmm. leave and uh, it's just cool to be in because you don't see that now. No, and I keep picturing like Emerald City and Return to Oz. Kind yeah, of. is that uh, maybe off? maybe, yeah, maybe. Right. it is kind of depending on what you I, I I'd be a little nervous there after dark. I don't know why. Maybe that's mm-hmm. just the scared side of me but it just mm-hmm. seems like it's a it's a kind of well-balanced ecosystem but mm-hmm. um all it takes is somebody to come in there and be like i see an opportunity yeah and that happens whether it's gentrification or it's like the drug trade because here's the thing it's like if you know there's a place you go to buy drugs and if you had a product like ecstasy i mm-hmm. call it x because you shouldn't do it oh <laughs> 
<laughs> I call it X because it's excellent. No, we're different. This, oh, uh, we're but different. We, but we still make manage to do make one a podcast. podcast. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> and you wanted to come in and and because you know, like Michelle was like Michelle is uh, has experience in the purchasing of drugs over the years, mm-hmm. and she's like, you can tell the people there that are like drug the like serious drug dealer you know mm-hmm. there's people that are set up almost like it's like a farmer's market mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um I love that. yeah but you could tell there's some people there they're like i'm here to sell drugs mm-hmm. to you yeah so you can get high on them yeah uh and that's it that's it yeah that's and it you come back yeah and you come back and everything's fine again. yeah yeah so it's it's just a, an interesting place where i feel like anything can kind of happen which makes it kind of exciting and, and the mm. fact that it, it doesn't have you know like a, a a typical cafe or a Starbucks mm-hmm. or, or anything. And it has this interesting kind of trade with like food. And I don't know how they do those interworkings, but they still mm-hmm. kind of rely on, um, I think, you know, Denmark for, for certain things. Yeah. Um, but otherwise it kind of runs on its own kinds of runs on its own thing. But I took pictures. I'll have a blog post up. I'll have pictures on, on ghost town pod. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's and definitely we're giving some- away some ecstasy. So if you <laughs> no, subscribe, no, we're not running a charity. It's from this place. Uh, <laughs> we're not running a charity. Either. Oh yeah. So if you want ecstasy, don't look to this podcast, but if no. you want to get like a real fun, natural uh, uh, high, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a body buzz from knowledge. <laughs> yeah. We're not it either. Go somewhere else. else. Uh, but you've already listened to this episode. Yeah, so it's done. You've already Thanks got, for your time. Yeah. You'll oh, never get it back. Yeah. What are we going to do with it anyway? Yeah.